Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So good being with your folk. And first of all, I want to say uh, thank you very much to the pastor and to the church board and to whoever is uh, uh, the ones that said, I might be here. Uh, you must please excuse my English because in our country we are Afrikaans speaking. Um, I'm not uh, English speaking in my country, even though we do some English sometimes. And especially if you speak to some folk out there, you have to do English. But I minister in Afrikaans, so many times when I do have to minister in English, and, and out here in America, obviously I have to minister in English all the time, I seek for some words, because as soon as the Spirit of the Lord starts working, I got to translate from Afrikaans to English, and <laughs> sometimes I do seek some words, hallelujah, but the Holy Spirit has been helping me, and I'm so thankful I, I dearly love that song that our sister was singing this morning, because if we didn't have any clouds, how would we know that Jesus is good? If we have, haven't had any trials and tribulations, how would we know that God is great? Hallelujah. If, if it wasn't for sin and if it wasn't uh, for, for all these things happening in our lives, how would we know that we need Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Hallelujah. But He had to take us out of that, knowing that we are sinful people. Hallelujah. And put us into His glory, into His grace, and to in His majesty. Hallelujah. And knowing that we are saved by grace. Hallelujah. Born again. Hallelujah. And we are so thankful for that. Um, I don't know where I should start, but I'm just going to go through with the leading of the Holy Spirit, just telling you a little bit of South Africa as such. Yeah, we are ministering in a, a, a tent church. Now, when I came into your community, I actually saw two of the tents that I'm ministering in, and they're selling um, some crackers out in one of the tents. And uh, I, saw, I said, Lord, what a waste. Hallelujah. We can use that in South Africa to have a church. And there was actually two we came in. Might be slightly bigger than that one. I've got a, we've got a tent out there, which is 2,000 square feet. That's around about the size of it. Um, and and the, the reason for our trip, and I don't really want to mention that at, at, because this is the work of the Lord. But the reason for our trip is that our tent is totally finished. It's, 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 it's ripped into pieces, actually. And when it starts raining right now, it actually rains into our tent. But, but you'll be hearing some of that a little bit later. Um, South Africa is a great country. We have got a, a very beautiful country. For you that don't know South Africa, we've got a lovely country as America. Uh, the whole of South Africa would fit in uh, the region of um, uh, Texas. Sorry, I couldn't get to that now. Uh, the whole of South Africa can fit into Texas itself. That's how big South Africa is. If you take the whole continent of Africa, that's huge. But we're right at the bottom uh, where South Africa is. Um, uh, we are actually in a town called Johannesburg. I'm sure some of you are familiar with Johannesburg. Uh, we've got a number plate that says, at the end says GP, and that stands for Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> um, that is the Johannesburg or uh, that area where we are living in is uh, the endless GP on our number plates of our motor vehicles. Um, and we just make a joke and say that's gangster's paradise. That's where South Africa is heading. 
Until a couple of years ago, we had a country which was tidy, as many parts of your country is. Um, I want to tell you, if you look at your country right now, um, it's to us South Africans, it's 100% tidy. We got into a country uh, and to a place where our country is unfortunately very filthy by littering. Uh, bottles, papers, uh, cardboard all over the show. Uh, people will just take their takeaway packet at the, the red light, at a stop sign, um, at an intersection. They'll just open the door, just put it down there and just drive further. That we'll, we'll find in our country. It hadn't been like that, saints. South Africa has turned to that. My message to America is this. People, hold on to what you have, because South Africa has lost it. And that is that we have lost the center point of all things, and that is Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and the only one that's got to be served in truth and in spirit. Our government, unfortunately, is not a government that recognizes Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Our government, whether it's black, whether it's white, that does not make the difference. Hallelujah. The thing is that, that we need a government that's got to turn back to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And seek answers from God. But our government is a government that in the ways they're doing it, is where in their tribes which our president is a, a Zulu, um, in their tribes they go to Sangomas, uh, which is witchcraft, and they'll go and seek answers with them. That's where we'll, they'll go to. The, 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 the normal way for them more or less to do, and I'm not breaking our people down, believe you me, I want to tell you today that you've got to pray for your country, and you've got to pray for us, and we will definitely pray for you. Because if I have a look at what your country is right now, I would hate for it to be in the next 20 or 30 years down the line to be where South Africa has got to where, they, where we are right now. I do want to really much stipulate this, that we still got a beautiful country, but things are really turning against us in many cases. Um, the, the, the president has got seven wives. Not, not that, it's, that it's hidden. He is allowed to have more than one wife because of their tribes. So he's got seven wives. He's got seven houses for his wives, and there was a huge upgrade that a, a multi-million in, in our currency, uh, multi-million upgrade on his place now a couple of months ago out of taxpayers' money, uh, and it's his own place. It does not believe, uh, 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 belong to government, it belongs to him. And there was a huge rage about it because people have been um, complaining about it, of this uh, upgrade on his place just for his security and everything and for these wives and people's things are upside down in South Africa. And the only reason is that we have lost our vision that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of all. Hallelujah. I don't want to break my country down, but I want you to pray even more for your country because we had the same 
that you still have right here. Uh, there's a lot of people that's living in poverty. I actually forgot, forgot this morning to bring the flash drive that I've got. Uh, I left it next to my computer in the hotel room. Thank you, Pastor, for getting us such a beautiful uh, hotel room. We really appreciate that, sir. Uh, uh, sorry, it was the other pastor, but we are so blessed to be in. Sorry, it was the other pastor because you didn't know that we were coming yet. Um, but we are so blessed, and I actually left the flash drive right there. Uh, and yeah, praise the Lord. Um, it was my, it's my wife's first visit to America, uh, her very first time. And I'm so thankful because I love my wife. And I don't have to say it to, for you to think I'm a great man. I love my wife. Hallelujah. She's a great wife to me. And um, I'm so glad she could be with me uh, this time. Uh, my brother did say something about... Um, not preaching too long, but I'm never too long. It run about three hours, then I'll be done. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I do hope everybody understands my, my pronunciation of my words. I'm trying my best to roll the words so that you, because in, Afri in, in South Africa, we speak a different English as well. We'll speak it kind of in another way. And if I speak the, 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 uh, the South African way, many of you would not really understand me. So I've, I've learned a bit in America to, to roll my words. I can, I can, I can do that uh, uh, just now. I can just greet you before I do that. Praise the Yerre. Could everybody say that? Praise the Yerre. So that means praise the Lord. Yere uh, is Lord. Die Yere is my herder, en niks sal my ontbreek nie. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall lack nothing. Um, and, and, and that is great this morning to be with you and speak in your language, because I love your language as such, because your language is very rich, English. Afrikaans, we've got much less words um, then you will have. There will be one word in our language, and then in your language, that one word can mean many of things. It's much richer. So when I do Bible study, I have to have an English Bible, at least one or two. I love the Amplified, because the Amplified opens to Afrikaans-speaking person. It opens up many things to me. And then, and then obviously my Afrikaans Bible, when I do uh, Bible study, and um, it's, it's, it's a great language that you have, and I'm so thankful to come and minister unto you this morning out of the Word of Lord, out of the Lord. We are ministering, as I said, your pastor said, um, uh, you would have seen it on the overhead. We are ministering from, from out of a, a, a tent, uh, which is barred up, as you can see there. You can have a look at the card later on. I've just put it there so that people can say with see where we are at um, it's barred up with, with, with wire, electrical wire. Uh, it's barred up with steel. Uh, there's a, um, uh, some security inside as well. We are walled up. When my wife came into America, uh, we are here for about, around about a month already. Um, she was, when she looked around, because she didn't see any fencing. She didn't see the places closed up. And barred up, because that's what we are used to in South Africa. We have to be barred up. We have to be closed up. You're not allowed to leave anything in your motor vehicle. Because they'll break your window and take whatever is in there. That's kind of normal to us. It hadn't been like that, saints. 
it turned that way. That's why I say, pray for your country. Uh, many hijackings does take place in our country. Women will be driving with a, with a purse on the seat or whatever on the seat. Somebody at an intersection or a, we call it a robot. Um, you will call it a red light or, or a traffic light. Thank you. Uh, that's why I say we've got different meanings of our words at a, at a traffic light. And, and she'll all of a, s- a sudden find out there's a big noise, banging noise, and a window will be broken and that stuff will be taken right where she's in the vehicle. My sister-in-law, uh, she was just about robbed the other day at a, at a uh, intersection. Um, from She was stopping there and waiting for the light to change. And a guy just came and he reached in and he took her cell phone. Um, that's kind of normal. What we are having right now. Saints, we've got to pray that the Lord will help us. We know that these things are turning in a way that the Lord Jesus is coming to fetch His church. Hallelujah. And all these things has got to happen. But if you are in it, I'm telling you, it's not that easy to really uh, accept it. Because we haven't had these things. We had Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But things have changed. Our ministry, where we are at right now, is run about six years ago that we have set that tent up. It's our seventh year now what we, they, where we have set our tent up. I'm in ministry for 16 years. I've set up a church in a part called, in our country, East London. It's 10, ways, 10 hours drive from where we are at in Johannesburg now. It's closer to Cape Town. Uh, we, we started our first church out there. We were two of us, uh, started a home missions church out there. And uh, praise the Lord, it's still going strongly. After two years, it's a very small community. It's a very poor community. So they couldn't really carry two, two pastors. So uh, we really trusted the Lord uh, for, for whatever he had in store. And he sent us, uh, we originally from Johannesburg. So after 10 years staying in East London, he sent us back to Johannesburg. And we started this uh, church out there uh, in Johannesburg again. Uh, from our home missions, from nothing, we started this, and we are so thankful. Even though we are in a tent, we love our tent. We made our tent beautiful. Our tent has got carpets in as well. Our tent is in the roof because of the heat. It's got a, a curtaining in the roof uh, to just to just bear a little bit with the heat because it can really get hot in our tent, and it can get just as cold. I'm so thankful that the Lord has sent me over here this time because unfortunately my congregation out there is getting very cold, hallelujah, because it's winter time there right now, hallelujah. So in, especially in being in a tent, um, when, when, when Sundays come closer, I say, oh Lord, please help us that Sunday is going to be a little bit warmer than the other days. Um, I'm not worried about the other days as such, but I, want, I don't want the saints to stay at home on Sunday because it gets, sometimes it gets so cold. Not as cold as in your country. Um, we would, the lowest we will go down is around about 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, we, we will call it minus one or two degrees Celsius as such. So that's more or less where we are and what we are at. Uh, we are very thankful to be there. We're trying to purchase this, this piece of land from government, but they're hard to purchase it to us. They're hard to sell it out to us. Um, and that's why we have to stay on a tent for, for now in any case. But the good part of a tent is the tent we want to go to now is a little bit more expensive than this one. It's a much stronger tent. 
The lifespan is not only five or six years. This one is ripped up within five, six years now. The other tent has got a 25-year lifespan. So the good part of it, if we, if we set this up right here, we build the congregation to such an extent that we can start building, buying the land, building. We can move that same tent to another location and set up another congregation as well, where we're actually busy right now in another location with some people that we got together on Thursday evenings, a group of around about 30 people already, and we're ministering into their lives. It's a little bit away from our church where we are now. So we are really thinking of and trusting the Lord to plant a church out there whenever He leads us. Hallelujah. So we are very thankful for that as well. Praise the Lord. Um, I'm going to get into the Word right now, and, and I hope I've given my brother all the Scriptures, and there might be some that I touch on, and there might be some that I don't touch on, because I'm going to going according to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. There was one thing I still wanted to... Oh, yes, the, the important thing is this, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy this, saints. Uh, I haven't had any encounterment with American preachers until last year in February. That was the first time in my whole life. I've never been in America since then. I never had an urge to come to America. Because what would I come and do in America? I mean, I could come and see your country, which might be great. But, but listen to me. Danny Skeet looked at his ability, money-wise. And I said, Lord, I don't want to go there. Because there's nothing for me there. And why would I want to go there? And in 2011... The Lord gave me a prophecy, and I'm, I love prophecy, but I don't hang on prophecy every day of my life. Prophecy is good, but, but, but I'll, I'll say, thank you, Lord, I take it, and whenever it comes to pass, that's good. And in 2011, we had a prophet over the, the Pentecostal period. I had some uh, series of services, and he prophesied these words to me, and I never took it too hard because... I just told you how I feel about prophecy. It's good. Prophecy is very good. But until then, uh, thank you, Lord. I take it and I just put it there on the shelf until you bring it to pass. I'll pray about it and whatever. But this one I didn't really pray about because I didn't take it. Why should I come to America? The words was, God gives you international favor. And he opens up doors for you unto uh, USA and Asia. That was 2011. And time went past, the, everything went well. And in 2012, that was 2010, 2012, 2013, that was, sorry, that was 2011, 2013, last year, uh, Pastor walks there in, in, a, in a beautiful way. I don't want to go in there now, it's going to take too long. Uh, we had services with them uh, on a miraculous way. They had to come over to my church to have services with us. And there I met them for the first time. We had three or four services in our tent. They met with uh, Bishop Atchison. Um, they met us right there. They came to see what um, our, our church is all about. They came to see our people. And they said to me these words, I'm inviting you to the AWCF, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. To me, that was strange words because I didn't even know where that is. Hallelujah. Uh, I only know, well, I'm going to Kentucky. That's Mr. Colonel, the Colonel of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Hallelujah. I mean, that's what I knew about, about KFC or, or Louisville, Kentucky. And, um, well, praise the Lord, I had a picture with him on his statue there. Hallelujah. So that was so great. 
And then when the, the, my, my church heard this, this uh, invitation, they said, Pastor, do you know, do you remember the prophecy? I said, I don't. Oh, I can feel the Spirit of the Lord. My God. And, and they said to me, well, let's go and seek for the tape because we are uh, taping all our services as well. It was a DVD. They went to take it out and the, and, and, and the tears just ran over my cheeks. When I heard those exact words, the Lord gives you international favor and he opens up doors you unto the USA and to Asia. And I just said, Lord, you are so good. And time just went. We, we went to the AWCF conference last year. And this is the great thing. And for the first time in my life, even though I've been serving the Lord, we are married for 28 years. When I got married, just before I got married, three, two, three years before I got married, I met this beautiful wife of mine. She took me to a Pentecostal church. I didn't know Jesus Christ at that time at all. She took me to their church. I got saved in their church. Hallelujah. But last year, I had to be rebaptized in the name of Jesus Christ because I've been Trinitarian until last year. This time, hallelujah. So, Pastor Walkstetter had the privilege, if I may call it that, because to him it was a privilege he came to minister unto us, not because of Danny Skeet, but he came to minister unto us. And then after the uh, AWCF conference, I went out to Arlington, Texas, and he baptized me in his church, hallelujah, in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Because the revelation of the one God message entered my heart. And I couldn't turn back from there. And it was so great receiving that, that, that in giving from the Holy Spirit, that anointing on my life. Saints, I did know everything about the Holy Spirit. We were walking in the Spirit. We were speaking in tongues. Yes, we did. We were, but there was one thing lacking, and that is the one God message. Hallelujah. That God is one. He's not the, the God of baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, but He's the God, hallelujah, which is Jesus Christ, which is the Holy Spirit. One God, hallelujah. And that's why I could, I could with, with so much, uh, uh, um, I'm so thankful that I could put on my card, yeah, one God, one faith, one baptism, hallelujah, Acts, 30, uh, Acts 2, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And I'm so thankful. So then I had the problem, and I'm going to get to the word right now. Then I had this problem. You're going to go back to a Trinitarian church. Your congregation. Another congregation in East London where I've set up as well. Got to go and speak to that pastor and tell him, I'm no more Trinitarian. That was a hard work. Because to change from there, I couldn't go back and say, all right, I've been baptized in Jesus' name, but let's carry on. Saints, I couldn't do that. I mean, I, I got the revelation. So I had to go and deal with the revelation, but thank God he was in all of it. Pastor Walkstetter was so good to me, sir. Within the next month after I've been here, he flew all the way down to South Africa. And he came to, to minister this word unto my congregation. One God, one baptism. And you know what? The congregation was so respondent into it. 
They really accepted it so much. Yes, saints, I have lost around about a half of my congregation because of that. But And that only really happened through the year, and, and, and the end of it was about two months before I came now. We really only settled down two months ago to really realize in my congregation, now we are a oneness church. And why I'm saying this is that, that those that did not want to get baptized in Jesus' name, God had to set them out of our congregation in a very good sense. I do hope that the Lord will bless them wherever they go and give them the revelation at, at the right time as well. But we couldn't have those folk in the church not wanting to be baptized in Jesus' name, holding on to a Trinitarian uh, gospel, um, and there, there would be a split in my congregation. We would never be able to go forward, but rather le- uh, lose a half of the congregation now, where we were about, we about 140 people, uh, and we came down to run about, I would say, 60 people right now. So thank God for that, because right now we are going to build in the, in the, in the oneness uh, uh, um, revelation and, 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 and in the word of God, in, 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 in that that God has given me, now I can build. And the precious thing of this is I have, at that stage, I had two pastors, all the pastors with me as well, that is helping me out in the, in the congregation and the best part of it all, because the one is uh, he's, he's in his 70s. And he's been a Trinitarian all his life. Strong, strong on Trinitarian. And when he received this revelation, it was like this. And, 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 and it really, it happened like this. He said to me, I, I, I let him preach one night. And he preached on this and touching on many of these things. And he couldn't stand still. He had to. He was like this. He said, I, I received, hallelujah, a revelation, hallelujah. And that was so great. A man that was in the Trinitarian church all his years. And just like that, a revelation of Jesus Christ. After Pastor Stan came to minister unto us, hallelujah. And he received, hallelujah, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, and hallelujah, the baptism in water, hallelujah, uh, in this way that we are teaching it right now. And I'm so thankful for that. So praise the Lord. That's more or less, we are called Emmanuel Pentecostal Church. We have gone down from a bigger number to a smaller number, and we are rising up, hallelujah, from a smaller number into a big number, hallelujah. And I'm, I'm so thankful because God is good and He's going to help us to get this word out in South Africa. Because I want to tell you this, that in South Africa, there's very little Trinit- uh, uh, oneness people that's left in South Africa. There's not many, folks. There's not many. Saints, there's very little. Hear what I'm saying. I know Brother Murray very well. We've been, we are actually very good friends. I met him on a conference now uh, over the weekend, or actually in, in, in this week past. Um, and, and, and I met him more or less the same way as Pastor Walkster and them as well. And, uh, oh, praise the Lord, a great man of God. But in South Africa, there's very little uh, oneness churches left. And I want you to pray for us um, that God will help us to get this gospel of Jesus Christ out into that parts where we live in um, and just to, to grow into it until the day he comes because uh, we just got to go, keep on 
keeping on. Hallelujah. Whether they're breaking in our places, whether they're doing whatever, hallelujah, we'll keep on keeping on. As soon as all these clouds are there, we know He's good, hallelujah, and His mercy endurance forever, hallelujah. Good, so I'm going to, I don't really need that thing because I'm going to move around. I probably, I don't know what the Spirit of God's going to lead, but I hope everybody can hear me this way. Is that good? Everybody can hear me? If I may do that, I'm going to start in a scripture in, in Romans, uh, the 16th chapter. And I do think my brother will have it up on the board sometime there. Uh, there might be some of these scriptures that I'm going to read in, 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 in a different uh, Bible as such. And it might not be exactly the same on there, but please bear with me. Uh, thank you for standing with me. Uh, while we read in uh, the Word of God, let me just get to the right scripture. I've opened up into another one. And. You would not understand me in this way. You would have thought, is that a, a, a South African scripture, that a, a pastor? Hallelujah. <laughs> Romans, the 16th chapter and verse 25 says, Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. Paul speaking. To my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ According to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began. Heavenly Father, I thank you that I have the privilege this morning to preach your gospel, Jesus, unto a precious people here this morning in America, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that you touch me, hallelujah, and that you anoint me this morning, hallelujah, so that I cannot... Bring Danny Skeet forth, but that I can bring the heart of God forth unto these people. Bless your word as it is blessed already, and help us to receive this word. And I pray this in the one name, the only name, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And we all say, Amen and Amen. You may be seated. Thank you very much. Saints, I want to touch on a, uh, and I'm going to try to maybe do a little bit of teaching uh, sometimes it's a bit hard because as soon as the spirit works, you tend to get too hasty and you want to you want to move. But Paul speaks of something else that I want to bring to your attention this morning. If I look at uh, Matthew and Mark and many of the other uh, epistles, they didn't really speak exactly the same language. But please do understand me. And I'm going to get to that now while I'm saying that. He, he spoke a little bit in a different way than especially Matthew and Mark. I think Luke has been writing uh, Acts. He saw something different as well. But uh, Matthew and Mark, I'm not sure whether they've seen everything as the other have seen it. Not that there's anything wrong with the writings. Please do understand me. But I want to I wanna tell you this morning, and I want to I teach a little bit about what it calls you. Because Paul comes with something that I would say, chase that man out of here because he said, my gospel. I mean, there's only one gospel, and that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's the gospel that Jesus Christ has brought. So how can you say, Paul, uh, there's your gospel, but many places, and at least three that I know of right now of my hand, Paul speaks about 
his gospel. And now we've got to remember that Paul didn't receive his gospel directly from Jesus Christ on earth. But he received his gospel and the word that he brought and been writing in the scriptures. He received it straight from God in the spirit. Hallelujah. He did not receive it from... Uh, Listen, uh, please, you must understand me very well. And if there's any questions, please ask me. But he didn't receive it from Jesus Christ, the man as such. God, yes, I know that, saints. But the man at that stage, but he received it through the Spirit, hallelujah. Moving in his Spirit, hallelujah, in whichever way it was. So that was a little bit different in that sense as well. But that's not the main part. He says, now to him... That is of power to establish you, to establish you, the church. Because I want to get to this, that we've got to realize that God is not a God that that said, um, all right, let there be light and it stayed there. No, He said, let there be flowers, let there be trees, let there be let there be human beings, let everything be. Hallelujah! And He is a continually God. He continues. He doesn't stand still on one place and says, all right, now everything is good and let's just leave it that way. No. And why? saying this is that God is still continuing right now at this very day and that is why I'm giving this heading of my of my uh, uh, part that I want to bring to you this morning does the church know who they are hallelujah because I do think in many of cases and not being uh, arrogant but but that the church does not really know who they are. Hallelujah. Because they do not really know that God is a continually God, continuous. He's moving ahead all the time. He's not staying with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Praise God for Abraham, uh, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. He's not standing with Lot only. He's not only staying with with, with, with the covenant of, of he, I mean, come on saints, we're in 2014 and he is the Lord of two 2014, hallelujah. And so many times people take and they say, the Lord said He's going to bless us, hallelujah. And they're still staying with that blessing. But there's a new blessing that the Lord wants to give you. And that is the blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Because He does not want to give His church the old blessing of Abraham, hallelujah. Listen, saints, He is a moving God. And He wants to give you a new revelation and a new blessing, hallelujah, of 2014, hallelujah. We cannot... Get through with the blessing of Abraham. Hallelujah. I'm not breaking that down. Please do understand me. Hallelujah. But the blessing of Abraham was the blessing of the time for Abraham. Hallelujah. But there's a new blessing that he wants to bless his church with right now. And that is a blessing that he wants to take to Africa through all these things that we are in right now. Which he wants to take America through all these things that you are in right now. Hallelujah. The Lord does not want to bless you only, Pastor. Hallelujah. When you had a problem with your previous church, hallelujah. But you are continuing into your new church, hallelujah. With new converts, hallelujah. With filling up these few pews with people around, hallelujah. Thank you, my sister, hallelujah. With people around this area, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And he wants to continue blessing you. But let's go back and now I'm going to try and teach again. Let's go back to Matthew. And now the saints are going to have to help me. 
Because, oh, my tongue gets twisted with all these names. Matthew 1. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm going to do my best, but please don't laugh at me when I get tongue twisted in these names. In Matthew 1, uh, I just want to start at the, the 16th verse first. Uh, the 17th verse, sorry. 17. Matthew 1, 17. He says, so all the generations, this is very important for you to understand. So all the generations from Abram to David are 14. Listen, is 14 generations. And from David until the carrying away into Babylon is or are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. So let's just stop there. So we see three sets of 14 generations. Now the first one, if we go and start reading it, where my tongue is really going to get twisted, we're going to find there's 14. And then the second set, if I may call it that, we're going to find there is 14. But let's see what the third one gets to. And that starts, the third one starts at verse 12. He says, and after they were brought unto Babylon, uh, Genukai begat Salathiel, number one. Salathiel begot uh, Zorobel, number two. And Zorobel begot Abiud, number three. Abiud begot Elikim, number four. Elikim begot Azor, number five. Is that right? And Azor begot uh, Sadok, number six. And Sadok begot uh, Ekim, uh, and that's number seven. And Ekim begot uh, Eliot, number eight. And Eliot begot Eliezer, number nine. And Eliezer begot uh, Matthan, number ten. And Matthan begot Jacob, number eleven. And Jacob begot Joseph, number twelve, the husband of Mary, who was born Jesus, number thirteen. But the word said there's three sets of 14. So at this stage, we see that the 14th part of the generation then is Jesus, 13, Christ. And, and please, when you do go home, you've got to go and go over these things that I've been telling you this morning. Because it's got to sink into your spirit. It's only Paul and maybe Luke. And even touching a little bit on St. John. That saw a little bit of this. But Paul revealed this. Because it's Paul that says there's a revelation that is kept secret that wasn't brought unto the people for many years. And this secret, and it's only Paul speaking really so much on that, and that is Christ in me, the hope of glory. So many things and many times we as a church think that I'm baptized in Jesus' name. I'm baptized with the Holy Spirit and it's the Holy Spirit that's in me. Praise God for the Holy Spirit in me. But if we have one God, you must realize that it's not only the Holy Spirit, but it's the fullness of the Godhead that is in me. Hallelujah. And I'm going to prove.
He says in, in St. John, let me see if I've printed that out, or I must go to that quickly. St. John, the uh, 17th chapter and 17 to 23 says this. That's why I say John may be seen a little bit of this as well. He says uh, from verse 17, I say, says, uh, they are not of the world. This is Jesus uh, praying. They are not from the world, even as I am not of this world, of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy truth, uh, word is truth. And thou hast sent me into the world, even so I have uh, I have also sent them into the world, and for their sake I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I, and this starts getting now uh, very in, uh, important, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. And verse 21, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, and the glory which thou hast given me, I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one. Listen to 23. I in them, listen, you've got to take the saints. I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved me as thou hast loved, or them as thou hast loved me. Praise the Lord. So the Saint John was one of the, the earlier persons, even though the St. John's uh, 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 letter was not written uh, the soonest, hallelujah. But he saw something and he has spent it down. So Matthew, it wasn't in this, this part that I've read now. Is, we don't find it in Matthew. So to Matthew, it wasn't that important. Uh, to uh, Mark as such, he didn't pen it down. So to him, it wasn't really important. Not that they were wrong. Because everything that was important to them, they've pinned it down. They've written it in the... But then the St. John came and he said, uh, Man, this prayer that Jesus prayed today, I have to pin this down. Lord, you've prayed this prayer as I and Jesus pray. As Lord, I am in you, you are in me, we are one God. Hallelujah. I don't know where I came to a Trinitarian church, but praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So as I am in you and you are in me, we will be in them and they in me. So we will be in one. Hallelujah. So it's not only, listen, saints, hallelujah. I want to stipulate this to you. We've got to realize it's not somewhere, uh, uh, even uh, maybe floating in the air, a, a Holy Spirit that's in me. No, hallelujah. It's the fullness of the Godhead, the fullness of God that's in me. Hallelujah. So I'm not carrying, hallelujah, a small little blessing with me. I'm not carrying something with me. I'm carrying God with me, hallelujah. Yes, I do know He's up in heaven, but He can be anywhere, everywhere, anytime, hallelujah. So wherever I go, and I've got this, oh, 
Sometimes my family, they don't know where to put their heads in, but I love this, hallelujah. Because when I get into a shopping center, hallelujah, which is a shopping mall or whatever, and I get to something, a cashier behind a cash register, and she asked me this word, I'm only waiting for that. She, because they are taught to have to say, good day, sir, how are you? And that's all I've been waiting for. Because then I'll say, and, 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 and that I got from Pastor Walkster because, man, he's a great man of God. And I will say, oh, praise the Lord. I'm good. How are you, sir? Or how are you, man? Hallelujah. And then you must see the smile on their faces. Because all of a sudden they're so holy. And they will say, yes, amen, hallelujah. You know that type of thing. So I'm not doing it on purpose just because I'm used to it. No, I'm doing it because there's something living within me. Hallelujah. And that something is a stream of living waters that wants to come forth. Hallelujah. And to bring forth unto them a good word. Hallelujah. And many of them. I'm speaking especially in South Africa, but I'm doing it right here as well. I see they, they're accepting it in a different way out here because I, I don't know if it's very common for people to say, praise the Lord out here, but I do it. Uh, but if I do it out there, you don't get anything out of South African people because, listen to me, it's not a racial thing, but behind our counters, everybody is black now. All the whites are pushed out. You will see when you get to South Africa, uh, you, you can come. All, all our white people is pushed out behind counters, um, cashiers, um, in offices. It's, it's totally, because you must remember one thing, that we are 10 to 1. 10 blacks for one white. So they, they needed jobs. So they have taken many of the jobs. And the reason for me saying this is, you don't get nothing out of these people if, you're not, if you don't greet them this way. My wife battles with them sometimes because, man, they can be very nasty. They will greet you, um, good day, sir, how are you? You know, in a very blunt way. But if you say, praise the Lord, God is good, you got them in the palm of your hand. And that is, hallelujah, what Jesus wants us to do, to give this gospel. So what I'm trying to say is, it's what, what's inside is coming forth now. It says it's like streams of living water, all flowing from within, hallelujah. And it cannot be otherwise, because He is within me. So let's get, get back to very precious scripture, hallelujah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and, and this is in the Amplified, and I, I do think my brother's got in the Amplified there, on, on 2 Corinthians, uh, the 5th chapter. And this is the driving force in my life. <coughs> and I can absolutely acquaint with, with uh, Paul in this. He says, praise the Lord. He says, for the love of Christ, and I love the Amplified in this, for the love of Christ controls me. Oh, I can just stop there and I can preach all day about that little part, hallelujah. Because there's one thing I accepted and I, and I, and I got in my life and especially receiving the wonders gospel, hallelujah, if I may call it that, hallelujah, is that there's one thing that drives me in my life and that is the love of Jesus Christ. You must, you must think of this, saints. If you are driven... To serve God, not going to hell, you're on the wrong place, on the wrong track, sir. Because you are not supposed to serve God because you do not want to go to hell. Come on. Come on. Yeah. You are not supposed to serve God because uh, you want a good life. You want good things in your life. You are not supposed to serve God for that. Right. Those things will come. Hallelujah. But the drive in your life, the thing that drives you, the thing 
I want to say to you, must be the love of Jesus Christ. I love you so much. I do not want to make you part of the world. And Paul speaks about this. He says the love of Christ controls and urges. The, 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 uh, King James doesn't use all these words. And urges and impels us. Listen to this. Because we are of opinion, hallelujah, and of conviction, hallelujah, that if one died for all, then all died. So, Daddy Skin does know that he has died. Daddy's not living no more, hallelujah. I'm not living for all these things no more, but I'm living for God alone, hallelujah. hallelujah. What happens in that? He gives me all those things automatically. So I'm not living to go to heaven. Praise the Lord, I'm going to go to heaven, sir. At the right time, it might be the day this afternoon when I drive out there. I might meet my Jesus, hallelujah. But to that time and unto that time when it's going to come, hallelujah, I want to live my life serving Him, loving Him, doing the work for Him, hallelujah. Because I'm the pastor? No, sir. Because you are born again. You are saved by grace. Hallelujah. You are, hallelujah, the product that He wanted from the beginning when He created Adam and Eve. Hallelujah. Because that's what, he, that's what His plan was. Was people to have His fullness in. Because the fullness was in Adam and Eve. The, 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 the full deity of Christ, uh, the Messiah, Jesus, everything was in Adam and Eve. There was one thing that stripped them from that. And that was sin. And Jesus came to set that right on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. And now, you're going you're gonna to hear me now, right now. Praise the Lord. He says, and this gets important now, even more than controls and urges and, and impels me. He says, verse 15. He says, and he died for all. So it's a done deal. And he died for all. Hallelujah. Listen to this. This is beautiful. So that those who live might no longer to and for themselves live for. Excuse me, let me start there. Live, might, who live might live no longer to and for themselves, but to and for him who died and was raised again. Yeah. For their sake. Amen. Yeah. So Go since ahead. we are not allowed to live for ourselves no more. Good. Because he has saved me by his grace. He's put even a, even a year this right now. He's put his everything in me. Not only a, a little part. Not only, oh daddy, all right, I can yeah. spare you. Oh daddy, I can spare you at least a little bit. Hallelujah. I'll give it all to whoever the bigger guys might be. Hallelujah. No, he said, I'm giving you, sir, everything. Hallelujah. He says, we cannot live for ourselves no more, but live for him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let me just get to my place again. It says, verse 16. Consequently, for now, for now we estimate and regard no one from a purely human point of view, in terms of natural status or value, no, even though, listen, this gets important, no, even though we once did estimate 
Christ, he, he speaks about Jesus the man, Christ from a human point of view or viewpoint and as a man, yet now we have such knowledge of him that we know him no longer in the terms of the flesh. Wow. So, you've got to realize that we have passed the cross. Science. The cross did it all for us. The cross was so, we couldn't get down where we are without the cross. It, but we cannot stay at the cross. That's right. We cannot just be there. Oh, save my grace. I'm saved by grace. Oh, no, we've got to continue. And he's got to live within us. And we just got to continue, hallelujah, to live with purity. To watch this. It's only when we realize who is within me. Then I don't want to sin no more. It's not a question. Oh, I'm going to hell when I do this. No, sir. It's not the love to about heaven or hell. It's I love it too much, hallelujah. So I want to sin. I do not want to sin. gets easier to, to turn away from sin. It gets easier. Because I, I'm, I'm not impelled by heaven. We are going to heaven surely. Hallelujah. But I mean there's many a saint here that's been, been saved for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. What have you done since the cross when you got saved? Until now, sir, hallelujah. Have you loved your fullness uh, into his fullness, hallelujah. Have you uh, uh, shown unto this world the fullness of Christ, hallelujah. Loving through you and in you, hallelujah. Uh, I see there's a saying in, in American, I do want to state this. There's something that American people uses often. And when you ask them, sir, how are you? Especially in church. They will say to you, I guess I'm alright. A child of God cannot say, I guess I'm alright. Saints, I'm, when, when I speak to my congregation, I'm, I, I'll always tell, ask them, how are you brother? I want to know, not, not to, to fill a conversation. I've got a lot to say to them, hallelujah. But I greet them with, how are you brother? And, and I hear, I listen what they say. Because as soon as they answer me, I know if they are if they are in a place they should be or are they in a place they should not be. Because if you say you guess you're alright, you are not at the place where God wants you to be. Because if you are born again, hallelujah, and you know who is living within you, you will be able to say, praise the Lord, hallelujah. I would want you to know that many times, and, and I don't want you to feel sorry for me in this, but if you had to look at my bank account, probably you would cry. But I'm not lacking of anything, hallelujah, because he's looking after me, hallelujah. You hear what I'm saying? If the car breaks down, or breaks down, not breaks down, breaks down, I start praising the Lord. Because I know he's going to help me with it, hallelujah. I don't think, I don't say, oh, I guess I'm alright because my car broke down. No, sir, hallelujah. I will start praising the Lord. And I'm not preaching it yeah, because you don't know me. No, I'm preaching it and I'm living it, hallelujah. Why can I say, praise the Lord in some circumstances? I can. A couple of years ago. My daughter, I've got a, a precious son who's sold out for Jesus. I'm so thankful for that. My son is 27 years old right now. 
he has barely got a barely got a girlfriend. Hallelujah, because he's waiting for the right one. Um, he he hasn't got time for nonsense. He waits for the right girl. He's sold out for Jesus. Hallelujah, and I'm thankful. And then I've got a, a, a daughter. Many years after that, 16 years apart, she's 10 years old now, turning 11 this year, hallelujah. And I'm so thankful for my kids, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Uh, there was something I wanted to say on that, I'm going to get back to that just now. And I'm, I'm so thankful for my kids and, 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 and thankful that the Lord has helped us to, to raise these kids in, in Christ, hallelujah. Uh, I never had to tell my son, hey, you gotta be, you got to go to Sunday school now. Uh, you got to go to youth now. No, I never because they saw our lives, we were there. When my son grew up, his, his little blanket was next to the, the, the pew there. And, 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 and as from 17 years old, when I got saved, at that time might be Trinitarian, but when I got saved, he was sitting there every Sunday morning, every Sunday evening, every Wednesday, and whatever other day there might have been, he was there. He saw us. He saw the life we are living out. Hallelujah. He saw the way... <coughs> We are doing things, hallelujah. And all he did is, he followed into it. What a privilege this morning. So I just want to, I'm going to get back to that. Uh, there was a reason I, I, I mentioned my children, but I'm going to get back to that just now. Uh, oh, thank you, the accident, thank you. My daughter was around about, I would say, four, four years old, a couple of years ago. And... Um, I got a phone call. We've been in an accident. My wife or somebody called me. I'm not, I'm not sure. And when I got to, it was very close to my house. When I got to the accident scene, oh, the car was ripped into pieces. But before I could ever see them, I just said, praise the Lord. Whatever happens, listen, saints, it would be hard. So, but if they had to die, they would have gone to Jesus. So praise the Lord. Listen to what I'm going to say. So negativity will be from Satan. And that is, oh my Lord, why? I'm not going to ask that. Because I'm just going to keep on praising the Lord. Because him that's within me is alive within me. But this is the testimony. About 40 seconds, 30 seconds before the accident. Not even a minute before the accident. My wife was driving. My mother-in-law was sitting next to her. Precious people. I had the best in-laws you can ever ask for. And my, my daughter was sitting on my uh, mother-in-law's lap in front in the vehicle. And about a, a half a minute, maybe a minute before the accident, my wife said to my daughter, I mean, this is very close to home. She said to my daughter, please go and sit at the back. Mommy does not want you to sit in front. That was a leading of the Holy Spirit. Because uh, a couple of seconds after that, a lady just went right over an intersection, just going right through a red light while my wife was going to turn. And they wrecked that vehicle totally. And this is the testimony. Not one of them was injured. Did I have a reason to say praise the Lord? Yes, saints. Because God has kept them. What I want to tell the church today, if God is alive within you, 
If God lives within you, it's not hard to say, praise the Lord. Even if the car breaks down, even if the water gets cut or the lights gets cut, doesn't matter what. Even if a church, hallelujah, was, did, did it burn down the church? Burn down? Even if the church burned down, we will say, praise the Lord. Because what has the Lord done for you? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But there's some, there's some very important things to come. And I'm, I'm going to try and hurry. I, I, I've been busy for what, 10 minutes now? Hallelujah. So, my congregation always says to me, okay, 7 minutes. Because they know that 7 minutes can go to... 25 or 30 or so. So I'm on seven minutes now. Hallelujah. Uh, now there's, there's something I'm, I'm going to jump to, to 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, Therefore, Paul speaking, Therefore, if any person is encrafted, I think I've got the amplified here, in Christ the Messiah, he is a new creation. Now, I want to just stop there. If we go back to the original writings where that word new is, that word new in the original translation was this, as if never existed before. So let me translate it in Danish language. If you are born again, saved by grace, received the Holy Spirit, and you can truly say, I'm born again, hallelujah, you are a new creation, as if the old man never existed before. As, as if there was nothing before that. There's a new person. Hallelujah. You can go and read that up. Hallelujah. Therefore, if any person is encrafted, I love that. Hallelujah. Because that says to me, he's somewhere inside. I'm full with him. He's full with me. And we are all over in each other. Hallelujah. He's encrafted in Christ, the Messiah. He is. Hallelujah. Not going to be. Not might be one day when heaven's going to open. Hallelujah. Right now, you are a new creation. Hallelujah. A new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Hallelujah. Behold, the flesh and new, afresh and new has come. Hallelujah. So, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm touching on the word. Does the church know who they are? Because we are new creations. We cannot live that old life no more. Because we have been made new in Christ. Hallelujah. And so I live. If Christ has left that stuff behind me, who am I to still live in there? Because I'm sold out for Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't want to live there no more. Amen. That... That body and stank, hallelujah. If I think of my life, it stank, hallelujah. But there's a new, <coughs> did I pronounce that right? Stank, stink, stink, stank, hallelujah. <coughs> now there's a new fragrance. Listen to this. We sing a song <coughs> of it. It's got a word in it that says the innocence and the incense and the essence of God. 
is coming through. Yes. Now there's a new flavor coming from within. Yes. In my anointing oil, I'll normally put a little bit of uh, drops in which will just smell good when you anoint it. It's, it's very good. And uh, when, when I, uh, uh, when I um, anoint it, you, you smell it. Oh, it's, it's such a great smell. Now that, that smell just comes forth when you, when you realize who is within you. <coughs> then you don't want to say, and I use this word, but it's, it's more of the God's pronunciation. Raka. I think the word touches on that. Raka, it means I would say a bad word to someone. No, sir. I don't want to say a bad word about you. Even if you do something that I don't agree with, sir, I don't want to. I'd rather go in my, in my inner room and say, Lord, just touch that man. If, if you should want to walk, please help me. Because there's an instant that's coming from within me, hallelujah, that says the love of Christ in Christ me. I don't want to stand up against you, sir, no. I want to just bring forth this, this wonderful flavor that God is bringing from Lord. within me, hallelujah. Yeah. So we've got to realize that the 14th part of the third generation, <coughs> or the 14th <coughs> person of the third generation was Jesus at the cross, died at the cross, was crucified, paid the price, he stood in for me. I was paradise. I, I was paradise. Who do you want to let go? Paradise. Paradise. That was me. I was supposed to be crucified. <coughs> but he paid the price. But that was at the cross. Yeah. But now I realize of the generations is Christ. Yeah. And that is continually moving in us, All right. <coughs> through us, and over us. Hallelujah. In each and every way. Hallelujah. And that is why we've got to realize that it's not only somewhere little Holy Spirit that we are filled with. We are filled with the fullness. Yeah. There's something very, very good I want to touch on and I'm just going to jump some verses here. Uh, let me please just get it yeah. Let's start with, with uh, uh, Colossians 2, verse 9. I'm going to jump from, from 8 to 9. Uh, uh, Colossians, the second chapter, and verse 9. For in Him, the whole fullness of deity, the Godhead, continues to dwell in bodily form. I think this is amplified again. Giving complete expression of the divine nature. Hallelujah. Listen to verse 10. And you are in Him. Made full. And having come to fullness of life in Christ. You too are full with the Godhead. Father, Son and Holy Spirit. He speaks about the fullness of the Godhead. Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And reach full spiritual statue. Oh, that is great. And reach full. That's what God wants from His church. To reach full spiritual stature. Hallelujah. And He is the head of all rule. Hallelujah. And authority of every angelic spirituality and power. Hallelujah. Principality, sorry. And power. So, what it says there is that... He has ruled over every demonic, uh, demonic power of darkness, hallelujah. Yeah. And He gives me, because
because he is in me, he's over me, I'm full with him. He is giving me that same power, hallelujah, to rule over the works of Satan. It's not hard to, to, to say no to sin. It's not hard. It's, it's not a problem to say no to sin. Because he is in me, hallelujah. And the authority that I have in him, I don't. Listen, I'm not, I'm not breaking this down. I'm finishing off right now. I'm not breaking this down in any way. But I don't have to say, oh Lord Jesus, won't you please heal my, my brother. It's not wrong to ask that. It's good, you can ask that. But now I can speak here in the name of Jesus. Not in the name of Daddy Steve. No, sir. But I can speak it whenever I pray for somebody. Yeah. I speak in the heart and thank you, Lord. Yeah. And you touch this person right now. Yeah. And I'm speaking in And I'm speaking while you say. And while my brother said, you've got a problem in the lungs. Man, I'm speaking in your lungs. I speak live. And it's in the tongue. Yeah. I'm speaking your, in your body. And then that's out of my heart. I just tell that man already when he spoke. I speak that your lungs will be uh, restored, hallelujah, Ooh. so that you can sing to the glory yeah. of God, hallelujah. It's a way that the Lord wants you to sing, hallelujah, yeah. in Jesus' name. So, now saints, we realize, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end off there. I've got so much that I really would want to, but time is just going past, and, and, and I don't want to, because we can only take in that much. I want to get to the church today and, and ask you, do you know who you are in Christ? Do you really know who you are? Do you, know, you really know who is living within you? Because it's not somewhere something that I've been saved and now I'm happy I'm going to heaven. Sir, that's a wrong thought. We are going to heaven, thank God. If we stay in Christ, yes. We've got to stay in it. But I will stay in it. Why? Because I'm filled with His full deity. With everything. With a full Godhead. With everything that is God. He has given it to me. And now, I just want to show it this way. He says, I in thee and, 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 and you and me. And we in them and, and, and they in us. That's where I am right now. I'm underneath you. I'm in Christ. Christ in me. I'm filled with everything. So now Satan cannot get to me. And that's where I want to stay. I want to stay there. Hallelujah. And how am I going to stay there? Just by keeping on realizing who is within me. And bringing that forth. Hallelujah. And to stand. On the word of God. Because how is a man saved? By faith. We get, that's the first part. We've got to believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. That is how I get saved. Hallelujah. And then everything happens directly after it. I get baptized because I'm saved. Hallelujah. I get baptized in the Holy Spirit because I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of being saved. Hallelujah. I'm being filled with His fullness. Hallelujah. And, and it just, and then when I get filled with that Spirit, 
a total work of God took place. Hallelujah. Born again. Born again. It starts with faith and it ends off at the end of the day filled with a spirit. Hallelujah. Born again. But then it continues. Christ in me. The hope of glory. Can we stand please? Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, you are the Lord. You are the Messiah. You are everything, Lord. Lord, when I, when I look in the passages or in the, in, in the Word, and I look at Mark and I look at Matthew at least, and many of the others, they didn't realize what, what Paul was really speaking about. And he said there's a mystery. There's something mysterious that's, that was hidden all the years, many years it was hidden. The church didn't really know this. But it was, it was hidden. And Lord, this mystery was Christ in me. The hope of glory. I want to pray right now this morning, Lord. While time is gone, it's past midday. It's on this afternoon, Lord. Thank you for the privilege that I could bring this word unto these precious people. It's precious saints, Lord. Hallelujah. And they've got a precious pastor. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for this pastor of this church and his board, Lord. Hallelujah. But Lord, even more than that, thank you for your spirit that's in this church, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that it's not a dead church where there's no spirit moving. Hallelujah. But that the spirit of God is moving in this place. But I want to ask you in the name, above all names, in the only name, the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, the name of God, hallelujah, the name of Jesus, I want to ask you, help us, Lord, so that we will realize that I'm filled with the fullness of the Godhead, the fullness of you, my Lord, is right within me, hallelujah. That is why... In the three parts of the generations, Father, Lord, hallelujah, there was three parts. And the third part is only 13 unto Jesus. The 14th one was Christ, 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 hallelujah, moving in His church, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, doesn't matter which way we see it, but it's the fullness of God moving in us, hallelujah. Help us to realize, Lord, and Father, to bring forth this good smell. Of the filling of the fullness of you, my Lord. Bless this congregation. Thank you, Lord, that you have given them a new sanctuary, Lord. Thank you that you have planned new things for them, Lord. We don't know. We might not know why what happened with the previous one, Lord. But thank you, God, you are still in control. Thank you, Lord, you blessed them unto this day. And I'm going to bless them even more, Lord. But help us to realize... That we have got the fullness of Christ within us. Everyone that's got a problem this very day, Lord. You know of all of it. That might be a sickness. It might be a problem in the families, Lord. There might be a problem in their homes. It might be a vehicle problem. It might be a work problem. I speak life, hallelujah, and it in abundance over every part of this body of Christ, hallelujah. Sickness, you've got to go in Jesus' name, and the authority of Jesus Christ given to the saints, hallelujah. Not to the pastors only, not to the big men of God only, no, but to the saints, those that's born again, hallelujah. And that power of Jesus Christ, I speak life into every circumstance. You've got to take it right now, saints. 
church, whatever your circumstance might be, take it, hallelujah, in Jesus' name, life and it in abundance right now. Healing takes place, Lord, hallelujah. That problem with money or whatever it is right now, you're looking after it right now and you're uplifting them, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for a great work you're doing in their lives. Touch them and be thou glorified in the precious name above all names. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much, Pastor. Thank you very much again. Uh, and saints, thank you for having us, me and my wife. We are really privileged to be with you. And hopefully in due time to come, whenever God permits, we'll be back to give you a report on how it goes in South Africa. And then I'm going to see many new faces. Oh, nobody said amen. amen. Pastor, then I'm going to see many new faces. Amen. amen. Because there's going to be many new people, hallelujah, that's going to come to this church to fill this church up. Not to increase his salary check. That's not what it's about. To increase the heavenlies with people that's saved by grace, hallelujah. And through that, sir, your paycheck will be better, hallelujah. In any case, praise the Lord. May God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for having us.